um, that came out right at the beginning of last year is that when you dress down, when you wear sweats, let's say, um, you know, when you're just getting up and taking a shower and putting sweats on, that's the day that you kind of get through your to-do list, right? Um, that you are able to really, what it does is it triggers you that you're getting things done that day. So mm -hmm. think about it as your checklist. For those of you who like checklists like me, um, but when you want to focus on your long-term goals, then that's the day that you want to dress up. So like think about New Year's. For those of you who do vision boards and things like that, you know, that's the day that you probably want to dress a little bit more formally, whatever that means to you, because that sends a message to your brain that you're working on something that's long term. What's good, family, and welcome to the Content Creators University. Very, very excited that we jump into another season. If this is your first time, allow me to introduce myself. My name is JP High Tech. I am your humble servant. I am a global branding and media expert, marketing strategist, speaker, motion graphics, and software developer. What I do specifically is help businesses scale faster and dominate their competition. So I am also the founder of the Content Creators University. After 15 plus years in the media IT tech industry, I've decided to bring my expertise to you by creating this platform, which is a place where all creators come together. And when I say creator, I mean anybody that uses a technology in their business come together and find the best ways to level up, impact, and transform the world by making money through our business that we're creating with our content. So this is what we do every single week. We have a new rendezvous. We bring you experts, amazing folks that are really transforming the world. What they do is come here, teach us the way they do it so we can learn from them. Because I always say, the day you stop learning, you stop growing. So if you're looking for a place to learn, to grow, and to keep impacting the world, this is it. So buckle up, get ready, because it's about to be good. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Toy? I am doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It is yes, about time that we get to talk shop publicly. <laughs> I know, right? I know. There's so much to unpack today. I'm so, so excited. First of all, I want to take the time and thank you, right, for taking the time to accept not just to be a, a guest, VIP guest on this show, but also to be a VIP keynote speaker during the Creators Unleashed conference. That's amazing. I mean, you're about to drop so much on us and folks don't even realize because you get paid the big bucks to uh, talk about those things and give people these secrets. And we're about to get a little glimpse of that today. And I'm very, very excited. So for the folks that are like, oh, JP, calm down. We don't even know who she is. I was like, really? Really? <laughs> Let me give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to the folks that are uh, just discovering you for the first time today. Uh, as JP said, my name is Toy Sweeney. I am the founder and the CEO of The Well-Dressed Brand. I am an author of the book called Secrets of a Well-Dressed Brand. Uh, I am a TV show host. Uh, a television show is called The Well-Dressed Brand TV Show. And I am a, an award-winning fashion stylist. Um, I cut my teeth for many years uh, in the live television space, uh, working at the world's largest shopping home network as a style director. And before that, I worked at companies like Bloomingdale's in New York. I worked at Crabtree and Evelyn, Ralph Lauren, White House Black Market, and a ton of other smaller stores. 
And um, I decided to launch my company one day because I started to notice that as I'm working for this huge, you know, multi. Hi, I'm Lenny. That what we wear can really impact the bottom line. And mm -hmm, so I mm -hmm. took all the things that I learned over the course of, you know, a decade and a half. And I decided to dump all of them into the book which is the secrets of a well-dressed brand, which we'll be talking a lot about the things that are in there today because I left no song unturned. I wanted to tell you everything that I've learned. And so I'll give you some new stuff today and then some things that are in the fifth year anniversary book, which I am so excited about um, to just start talking to you guys about all the things today. But before we dive into all of that, the new year and greedy, one thing that we do here at the Content Careers University is uh, learn to know our guests a little in a unique way, right? And so the first question I have for you, Toy, is to ask you this. If you were a superhero, who would that be and why? Oh, that's tough because I have... <laughs> I'm such a huge, like, Marvel, Star Wars. Okay. So I'm going to say uh, I had low-key have an obsession with Yoda. Okay, <laughs> so okay. He's not pretty to look at, but he is so wise and so calm. And, like, I think that he gets underestimated when people don't really, you know, when they don't really know about Yoda. And then mm -hmm. it's, like, not uncommon for him to come in there and like tear some stuff up. Right, <laughs> so right. <laughs> I would, I would, I would want to. I try to conduct myself like like Yoda, right? It is when Yoda says, "Do or do not." There is no try. You know, mm. so you can't try to do it. You can't think about doing it. You have to do it. So that's why I love Yoda. Yoda. <laughs> you can't try. There is no try. You can't There's say no I'm trying ground. to start a business. I'm trying to get these things done. I'm trying. I'm. There is no try. Do or do not. There is no try, and I love that. Wow, that's that's powerful, powerful. Because I mean, we we've learned one thing is that when you do things halfway, you get halfway results, right? And why would you try to do things halfway and expect a complete result? No, you have to dive in hundred percent. So you can get a live transforming result. That's powerful. Um, and and, and the, the winners of the world, man, they, they don't play with the things they do, right? Which is why they can uh, impact the world so greatly. And we'll, we'll dive into it. Now, another question I have for you is if you have the power, Toy, to um, speak to the world, right? One time you can just give the world one advice. What will it be and why? Um, I would say it would be the sign that I have behind me now, which is be afraid of mediocrity because mediocrity is about going halfway up the mountain, right? It's kind of even going back to even what Yoda is saying. And so uh, one of my favorite interviews is an interview with Kobe Bryant and he's talking and the question that was asked of him was who would Shaq be? And we know that Shaq is exceptional. Who would Shaq be if he had your work ethic? And he said he would be the greatest of all times. And when I heard that, it just really, it really killed me because I'm like, wow. And everybody is familiar with Kobe Bryant's work ethic. You know, he was definitely afraid of mediocrity. He was definitely the one that was, you know, in the, on the basketball court at 4 a.m., 
3 a.m., all of these different things, whatever time it, whatever it took, you know, he was, he was going to give it. And so I think that it's so easy for us to become complacent. It's so easy for us to want easy, but easy mm -hmm. doesn't change you. Easy does not change you. And so I would say it would be to be afraid of mediocrity. Man. Whoo, family. I hope you're taking note. I mean, we're just in the preliminaries, right? Right now. And Toy is just dropping it. I mean, fire, Toy. I mean, yeah. That literally will kill you, right? Quote, unquote, right? Uh, will kill your business, will kill the things you're trying to achieve. Um, and understanding that when you operate in excellence, you send a specific message and what you attract comes to you back in excellence. Um, and the right people that value that are what we call the premium clients, the corporations, right? The people that really can afford because. Here's the reality. Everyone wants premium clients. <laughs> it's crazy, right? We all want premium clients. We all want pe people that are pay us top dollar, but are we doing what it takes to actually attract them? Well, I have one final question, fun question for you, and then we're diving into this because I can't wait. And that will be, if you were to speak to Toy when she was 18, what would be the one thing you tell her? <laughs> and why <laughs> i'm like 18 <laughs> um i would just say keep moving forward you know keep moving forward because i'm still the same person that i was at 18 i'm just a little wiser mm -hmm. and you know all of us kind of can't see you know the forest for the trees at times in our lives but you know i had such ambition and such high hopes and I really didn't know the things that I couldn't do at that age. And so I just kind of ran full forward. I worked full time. I went to school full time. You know, I always said yes. You know, I always kind of just leaned into excellence, even at that age. Right. Um, and that was just a product of, you know, having parents that said no all the time and leaving me to in the best ways, figure things out. So, you know, I just had, um, just I became really scrappy and gritty from that experience and so I would just say keep moving forward because you know as you start to get as I started to get older I was just like okay when is this going to happen I'm, I'm starting to get tired you know like right, is right. it going to be and so when and and I love that question JP because you know that was right around the time that I was just graduating high school and my goals at that time was to be a CEO of a fashion company and my Ooh. degree is in fashion wow. marketing. So I'm doing exactly what I've always wanted to do. There was no massive or big pivot. I've been doing this really literally all my life, kind of in this space, in different jobs, in mm -hmm. front of the camera, behind the camera. I, you know, interned at MTV, I'm telling my age back in the day, House of Styles. <laughs> um, right. You know, so I've always been in television. I've always worked in print. I've always worked in fashion. I've always worked in marketing um, from the ground up. So I would just say keep moving forward because everything that you think that you want is going to come to fruition. So, man, family, I told you she doesn't play. Um, Toy, your amazing bio, as you share a little bit uh, during the intro, tells us that. You know, for over a decade, right, you've worked um, in TV, television, and you've helped shape images for 
almost 30 TV personalities. Um, and now you've transitioned, you know, uh, building your own thing and having your own TV show. Um, do you, could you share with us that, that experience and what did that do for you to shape you to who you are today? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I worked in corporate you know, as a corporate stylist for so long and, you know, I was really stuck. There was no upward mobility. You know, things were just every way that was made. I had to really create something, you know, even when I got promoted to style director, I had to create, I had to go behind the scenes and just kind of work my way to get them to create this position for me. It was, you know, a lot of work. I loved it. I got to work with some really exceptional people. Um, I got to work with almost every designer that you could think of that came through QVC. Um, you know, so many singers from gospel singers to R&B singers, anybody that was selling a book or a cookbook. So, you know, it was, you know, you leave with this kind of black book, <laughs> you know, right, that's really right. exceptional. But, you know, at that time I was really stuck and there was no nowhere else for me to go. And so I had gone to Italy and we were shooting on, on location and doing all the things. And one day I looked up and I was like, you know, I've done everything that I came to do here. You know, 16 years later, there's really nothing else. And so I had gotten booked on my first podcast. I was so excited. And um, we were just talking about, you know, so many different things about how your image impacts uh, your bottom line. And, you know, really what we were talking about was personal branding and how you get to create the narrative by doing that. And I was sharing some things that I had done, you know, within the organization and I was still working at the time, but I had just started to get booked on podcasts. And at the end of the podcast, um, my friend Ryan wrote and said, you know, you should write a book. And I was like, I think that I will, but you know, and I was like, all right, let's, let's go. And so that was how the well-dressed brand was born. Um, which led me to the secrets of the well-dressed brand. But I really started in-house working on two massive um, television shows that were producing millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I was bringing in triple my salary um, just on the online portion of the business. And so just by trying things out to see if I infuse this, this person's personality without telling you that I'm doing that, if you're on the other side of the camera, is that something that you would pick up on? And also, will that encourage you to spend money? And so week after week, year after year, I was seeing that this was really starting to impact the bottom line. And I'm like, okay, if I can make this kind of money for this organization, then what am I going to be on my, be able to do on my own? And right, so right. I was scared, <laughs> but <laughs> I stepped out, I jumped off the cliff. There was no parachute. There was nobody but me and Jesus. And mm. <laughs> I just jumped off the cliff and went for it and started the well-dressed brand. And since then, um, I have written a bestseller book, um, selling book. I have been featured on Forbes.com, BBCnews.com. I've been on over 30 podcasts. Um, I've been featured on Hello Giggles. I had a 10-page spread in Wear Women's Work magazine. <laughs> um, you know, I'm from Philadelphia, but I live in New York now. And so I was featured in the Inquirer, you know, a, a bunch of local papers, a bunch of local TV, Mainline Today, you know. And so it just was the right thing for me to learn to do and to step out on because I really was made for this. I really was. 
Well, the book says a lot about it. And talking about the book, which is a bestseller, by the way, family, um, talking about the book, right? When people Google it, that's one of the first things we see, right? That um, you're an author and you have this bestseller, amazing book out there, um, you know, Secrets of the Well-Dressed Brand, the art of increasing your perceived value. Now, I wanted to ask you, what's the why behind, the true why behind that book, right? Because every author has a true why behind why they released it. And how did that impact you when you see it transforming other people's lives? I think that I spent so many, not I think, I know, I spent so much time being underestimated, undervalued, you know, working, you know, in corporate and quite frankly, not being paid nearly enough, not being paid near my worth at all. I mean, I remember one time I was, my boss had gone out um, <clears throat> on maternity leave and uh, one of the, the person that was my supervisor at the time, I remember, forget, I'm picking up a calculator and showing one of another, you know, uh, supervisor or manager or whatever, a leader in the company and saying, this is all that we're paying her. Like she's been working 80 hours a week. She's won winning awards. She's impacting these businesses in such a massive way, bringing in the company multi, multi and not just me, of course, the show host is the front line in the front mm -hmm. space, but on the back end, you know, I was a huge support to that. And this is all that we're paying her. And so that prompted a, a $10,000 raise, but I, that still was putting me $30,000 behind what the standard was in the industry, you know? And so wow. I was like, man. And so I was really charged with how do I level up my own perceived value? You know, what are some things that I could could start to do? And so as I was working on those things in-house, I was still working on all of just not really knowing at the time, but planting the seeds for uh, the well-dressed brand. And so when I started to write the book and really list out what I had learned throughout my career at that time, you know, that was those were the type of things that I was writing down like, hey, I was stuck in my career. These are the things that I started to see that was that were adding value, you know, um, and just asking for what you want, you know, making sure that your pricing is correct, making sure that, you know, that your brand image that you are addressing the way that you want to be addressed. And I'll tell you a quick story about that. I remember when I first got the, the style director role and I, and this is the first question that I asked my clients is when you enter a room, what do you want people to think and feel when you enter? And what do you want them to think and feel when you leave? And so, you know, I, I said for me is that I wanted people to think that I was an authority. I wanted to be listed as an expert, you know? Okay. So then what does, and the go-to person. And so Okay, what does that look like? So I was like, okay, um, I think that I want to be, I want to be seen as one like just chic. That was it. Mm -hmm. I, I just want people to think she's chic. Okay, what does that look like? I said, okay, so for the over the next six months, I'm going to only wear black, ivory, navy, and gray. That's it. On casual Fridays, I will not be casual. 
Um, I will wear jeans uh, on another day. But on that day where everybody, like 5,000 people in the company is wearing jeans, I, I will not wear jeans that day, right? Because different is better than better. You have to be mm -hmm. different. And so I was like, okay. So that was what I was doing. So, and then I would subliminally put the message <laughs> around. So I wear a little necklace, you know, that said chic on it. I wear a graphic tee with a blazer and jeans that said chic. I wear another graphic tee, you know, that has oh, the word yeah, on yeah. it with the pencil. Mm -hmm. Like I was very strategic about my wardrobe. So one day I, you know, go to the bathroom and our vice president at the time, um, her name was Claire Watts. She was in the bathroom, come out of the stall. We were washing our hands at the sink. She steps back, JP, and she looks me up and down. And she said, you always look so chic. And I thought, oh my God, I was like, this works this works you know and and i wasn't even really diving into like the true meanings of those colors but now i do is that ivory's representing you know trying something new black is about elegance and authority you know the gray is just like hey i'm safe i'm neutral i'm on your side you know all of these kind of things that i was putting out there and blue really talks about trust and so I was walking down the hall one day, another coworker started, um, stopped me and she said, do you realize that you've become the go-to person in this company, that they're working on this project that you're not even involved in? And someone raised their hand in the meeting and said, did anybody run this by toy? Did anybody oh, run on. this by toy? <laughs> and in a company that large, that was saying a lot. You know, because QVC is a global company. They're in Japan, they're in China, they're, you know, in the UK. I mean, they're, they're oh, everywhere. Yes. They're like, it's mm -hmm. all Germany, Italy, it's everywhere. And so, you know, for somebody to say something like that about, you know, at that time, I would, would have said little old me, you know, that just really let me know that I was on the right track. So that was kind of how the company was started. That was how the book was built. That was how I really started to help C-suite executives learn to use their wardrobe as a business strategy. And that's what I do. I, I hope you think about the way that you're getting dressed in a completely different way. Well, we're about to dive into that because that is the meat of our conversation today. You know, using your wardrobe as a business strategy, which was going to be my next question. But before I ask you that, family, we're going to give her a shout out. Heroku is live. So right, let me grab my remote real quick and let's go on Roku family. Go on Roku right now and look for Toy Sweeney. If you listen to the podcast, T-O-Y Sweeney, S-W-E-E-N-E-Y. Toy Sweeney is where you want to go. And family, I'm telling you literally go to Toy, right? Toy Sweeney right now on Roku. Download the application. Amazing stuff, family. Um, and um, you will not regret it. Um, and of course, don't forget your boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, Toy, congratulations on this Roku TV application. And it's also on Amazon Fire TV for the folks that didn't know that. Um, it's also there. So you can go ahead and, and download it and have fun. Watch the amazing interviews that she's had on there. It's just, it just phenomenal, Toy. Phenomenal. So uh, congratulations. So now, should we really care about why we wear a toy? I mean, is that a thing? I mean, come on. We're in the professional space. Like, can, why can't we just dress the way we want to dress? You tell me. 
Well, you can, you can, because when you, when you're using your wardrobe as a, as a business strategy, it's not necessarily about being fancy or being dressed up. It's about you leaning a hundred percent and unapologetically into who you are. Like it would be weird if you were on your show. I've never seen you on your show wearing a suit. And so that wouldn't lean into, I believe to who you are. Um, that doesn't seem to fit your personality for this instance. I've seen you um, in various pictures do your spin on a suit, you know, which is fabulous. But that for you to show up in a three piece suit and a briefcase like that seems that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't feel right. Right. And right, so right. it's really about you showing up unapologetically um, as who you are. And especially if you're in, a, you know, it's like you have to be able to speak to your audience but you also have to be able to be yourself and so i can i really specialize in helping you to to fit in and stand out simultaneously and that's hard mm. to do right because you want to be known for the right reasons and my right reasons may be somebody else's wrong you know wrong reasons you know right. when i look at people like lizzo you know that's can be controversial to some people um, you know, she's a revolution. There are, you know, so she stands out, you know, some people think the wrong way. Some people think the right ways, but I love the things that she's doing. It doesn't mean that I'm going to make those same choices, but I love those choices for her, you know, because that's in line with her brand and how she chooses to see, and she dresses the way that she wants to be addressed, good, bad, or indifferent. And so that's the way that it is. And so it really is an opportunity for us to control the narrative and to stand in the power of our brand. That's what it's about. Uh, and be okay with that, you know? And so, you know, I, I love like her, I love people who do things like her. You think about Michael Jackson at his time in the height mm -hmm. of his career, you know, Madonna, like all of those people, they were really standing and think of, and when we think about Michael Jackson, he's a really good example because there are things about him that were iconic. You know, we think right, about the right. jacket, we think about the gloves, we think about the socks, you know? And so even when you think about your favorite movie, you know, when we when we all watched Wakanda, you know, Black, uh, Black Panther for the first time, we still remember the colors. We still remember mm -hmm. the we were taken with the costumes. You know, all of these things, you know, I think that growing up, I must have watched Grease 22 times, you know, like every year. And so, you know, it, it's not odd to us to see someone dressed like Sandra D, you know, um, that's, or, right, you know, right. all of these things, because think about that. Icons make us feel safe. You know, when we have stop signs and things like that, all these different like kind of signage in the world they tell you what direction to go your wardrobe does the same thing and so that's a, the outward appearance what gets me excited is what happens on the inside because so many people focus on the outside i focus primarily on both but the inside is what gets me excited because psychologically it can incite something in you that's extremely powerful who stop right there Stop right there because, yo, listen, family, she's saying a lot of stuff and we're about to get there on what happens on the inside because that is crucial. What you're saying is so important. It's so important as a branding expert. This is something that takes my heart because a lot of times what happens is we are used to getting dressed, right? 
We're saying, well, okay, I'm doing my personal branding. I'm working on my brand. I'm, I'm shifting, right? And so I'm going to get those wardrobes and all of that. And I'm going to get a photographer, right? That's what we usually say. I'm going to get a photographer and all that. And I'm, I'm going to look a certain way for my photos. But in my everyday life, I don't think that it needs to continue. But we don't think about the fact that we're trying to tell a story that our everyday life is actually more important than just having pictures up because in our everyday life, we meet people, we make connections, we send a message and you never know who you're going to meet when, how, where, and how your look, your colors, the way you present yourself will impact somebody, especially I'm passionate about this family, especially when you say you're building a brand, what type of disconnect can you have? When somebody Googles you, because that's the thing, right? People will Google you today. So they will Google you before they get in the room or on a Zoom call with you or anything like that, right? Before they try to connect with you, because today that's what we do a lot. Virtually we meet uh, via Zoom or, 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 you know, platforms like that. And then you'll have a complete <laughs> presentation from the expectation of the person. Now, Toy, tell my people... How can that impact your business? Because we're talking about how to leverage that as a strategy to grow your business. So how can you not showing like what you put out there? How can that impact your business negatively? Share with that. So I'll, I, there's a study that I talk about in the book that it was a food study, um, but it's still it's very relevant to thinking about image person. A portion of something right so there was this study that was done um and i go through the university and the professor that did it but just to dive into it so there's this this study that was done with chocolate cake so they have this chocolate cake right and they mm -hmm. they serve this cake uh to a group of people on a napkin right and it's like mm -hmm. here's a napkin here's this cake and they're like what did you think about the cake and the people were like it was good so then they, they let that group go. The next group comes in, they serve the same cake on a paper plate. And they say, well, what did you think about the cake? And they were like, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. You know, and they go, okay. The third group of people come in and they serve the same chocolate cake, which I know that this sounds silly, but hang with me, people. <laughs> they serve the same chocolate cake on Wedgwood China, and for those of you, those of you who don't know, that's very expensive China. And they were like, "What do you think of the cake?" And people were saying it was very, very, very good, and they were willing to pay three times more, three times more for the cake for the same cake. And so, what that tells me is that if that impacts people just with a piece of cake imagine with you and your whole gorgeous self and you you know dressing the way that you want to be addressed you know when you standing in the power of your brand what does that mean for your business and again it's not about being fancy it's about how you're choosing to represent yourself right because any of you who know gary vanderchuk he doesn't wear you know he wears sneakers and you know jay-z sneakers tops, you know, uh, jeans, whatever. It, it's not about being fancy, but it's about you leaning into who you really are, using your personality 
to its full advantage and making sure that your mission, your vision, your image, all of that is present when you step into the room, when you step out on stage, when you go onto a live, all of those things. It's everything together that's making up that complete personal brand and the image perspective of your brand. Fantastic. Now let's dive into internally what happens because he tried to say early, I stopped you because psychologically something happens. So let's dive into that. So psychologically, what they've learned is um, we, we think with our minds and with our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so there's a study that we talk about in the book that they, they, they took a group of people and they gave them a white like lab coat, right? And they're like, hey, basically, you know, you're a doctor. And what they want to measure was what happens? Like, do you um, like how many more mistakes would they make? Are they able to focus? Are they going to be more um, productive? Are they going to be more creative? Like, how does this happen? And so number one, when we get, when we dress more formally than our peers, we are like 25% more productive and creative. But with this specific test, they were just trying to test like how many mistakes are they making right so this was group one and they were like they're a doctor so they noticed that they made very little mistakes because that's what they told themselves they gave group two the same lab coat but they told them that they were artists so they noticed that they were making a little bit more mistakes and then on the third group they were like just look at the lab coat we don't even want you to <laughs> we don't even <laughs> want you to, to do anything at it but just just look at it and let right. them you know, kind of figure it out. So each group made less mistakes than the people who thought that they were artists. And so I thought that that was very interesting, but what they learned is that it's, yes, it's the clothing, but it's the meaning that you're giving the clothing. So, you know, I have a client that when he does his podcast, he will have on a graphic tee and jeans, but he puts his dress shoes on um, under the table because that sends a message to his brain that he's doing something that's very serious. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when you put on a blazer or you, you know, even if you're wearing jeans or a skirt or whatever, you know, it's something about that because you're telling yourself that you need to stand a little taller, that you need to be a little bit more professional. So those are the type of things that happen. The other, the newest study that came out, and this is not in the book, um, that came out right at the beginning of last year is that when you dress down when you wear sweats let's say um you know when you're just getting up and taking a shower and putting sweats on that's the day that you kind of get through your to-do list right um that you are able to really what it does is it triggers you that you're getting things done that day so mm -hmm. think about it as your checklist for those of you who like checklists like me um but when you want to focus on your long-term goals then that's the day that you want to dress up so like think about new year's for those of you who do vision boards and things like that, you know, that's the day that you probably want to dress a little bit more formally, whatever that means to you, because that sends a message to your brain that you're working on something that's long term, which I just think is incredible. And nobody really talks about that and how that impacts your brand. Wow. Whoo. Are you still listening? Are you still watching? I see about a little over 500 of you guys live right now. Guys, you got to go get her book. I mean, she has way more in her book and she has way more. She's about to dive on us at the conference. ContentCreatorsUniversity.com first slash conference is the place to go. Yo, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we come back, 
I want us to dive into if we're not there, what are the immediate steps we should take or how should we navigate it? Should we just, you know, like go see a brand designer right now? Or is there anything we can do right now on the immediate side that can help elevate, uh, lift up the, you know, the brand image that we have right now? And what do you recommend? Right. Uh, we want to talk about that a little bit because I know you have a lot to uh, to drop on us and I'm excited. So stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Lenita Holston, owner of Excellence Brainery, and my personal motto is excellence in everything, every time. And when I tell you, JP and his team embody excellence, everything from the customer experience to uh, the beginning of the proposal submission to starting the project, detailing me about updates on the project, turning over the project, my, I guess the, the part that I love was not only were every element of my production for my live stream, was it upgraded? It was actually explained to me. So I received a tutorial on how to implement and the importance of what I was implementing. So I got the product and I got knowledge around the product. It's the knowledge transfer for me. Teach me how to fish. I feel like JP and his team did that exceptionally well. I'm exceptionally pleased. And my expectation for those that I work with going forward in um, digital media, marketing, uh, production elements, my expectation has been raised. The bar has been raised. And, you know, if my motto is excellence and everything every time, uh, the extent, the standard has been raised pretty high. So thank you. Thank you, JP and your team for just doing what you do exceptionally well. And those kinds of persons are so hard to find. So if you're considering working with JP, I wouldn't even use the word consideration. Go ahead and get your coins together so that you can be excellent in everything, every time. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Content Careers University family. We've been here with our guest, Toy Sweeney. Um, and Toy, she's a, an expert with brand imagery. And uh, she's been teaching us how to, the importance of leveraging your wardrobe for, uh, as a business strategy, right, to help grow your business. And boy, oh boy, we, we've been learning a whole lot of stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her back onto the stage uh, right here. Hey, hey, Toys, thank you so much. We truly appreciate all the knowledge you've been dropping on us. I mean, wow, who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that uh, color selection and uh, wardrobe could be so important when it comes to your brand 
personal brand imagery. And hey, uh, we appreciate uh, all the wisdom. So we're about to dive into the second and last part of the interview. And this has to do with next steps, right? Because we always love um, actionable steps. What exactly or specifically can we do to start making the transformation in our lives in our imagery, our brand right now for the folks that are like, okay, can you help me right now? I'm not sure. What will be your advice or next steps for them? I think that the first question that you have to ask yourself is, what do I want to say? You know, when you are working with your clients, when you're creating content, if you're going live, like all these different things, what is it that you want them to think and feel? And then if you don't already have your brand colors, make sure that your brand colors align with that. You know, my brand colors are red, black, and white. Red is the color of ambition. It's the color of determination. Um, as we talked about earlier, that fits my personality really well. Um, black is the color of elegance and authority, uh, you know, and white is, or ivory is the color of new beginnings um, and so and hope. And so that's, you know, try something new. Think about Nike, not Nike, but uh, think about Apple, excuse me, when, you know, that sea of black headphones, right? And they came mm -hmm. in with all of these, that sleek white box and the, you know, white, all the white packaging and their motto is think different. So you want to do the same thing and go, what do I want people to um, think when they're uh, inter interacting with my brand? And so you want to choose your brand colors according to that because visually remember what's going to happen is that it's sending a message um that they can trust you uh, that they should do business with you and things like that uh so i would say as long as you can answer that would be like the biggest takeaway is understanding what you want to say and who you're serving and then make sure that your colors make sense for what you're doing because it's going to be everywhere and you only have about eight seconds in this distracted society to grab somebody's attention and have them trust you and want to do business with you did you hear that eight seconds family Woo! that's nothing i mean we're so busy today social media everywhere we we, we want everything fast now and all you have for somebody to actually stop and wonder, huh, who is this person? And want to click to learn more about you. You only have eight seconds. That's how serious this is. That's how you need to understand that, hey, the same way that, you know, we want to get dressed a certain way to go get, um, you know, to go to a job interview because we want a, the perception to be something. The same mentality, toys telling us that we need to bring that into our personal brand imagery. We need to understand that we need to show up the same way. And that sends a message to people that currently know you because we understand that branding, we've learned branding that you can shift anytime. So you can change, you know, uh, uh, the story and decide, okay, this is a story I want to tell moving forward, right? You can, you can pivot anytime, but future potential prospects, right? Clients, people that may book you that are just discovering you today. Think about that for a second. What can that do for you? Now, Toy, I know you don't work with individuals. So tell us, how can we connect with you? Please share that with us. 
well, I do work with individuals. I just, my focus is primarily on founders and C-suite executives. Like I work with entrepreneurs uh, and then I work with directors and above in an organization. And so I found that that is kind of a good sweet spot for the well-dressed brand where you understand it, uh, you can afford it and it's it's a need. And so, um, but you know, you can reach out to me on toysweeney.com. I am toys, T-O-I, everywhere on Instagram, um, Twitter, um, everywhere, Facebook, <laughs> LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm Toy Sweeney everywhere. So I'm pretty easy to find, pretty easy to find. Toy Sweeney everywhere family, go ahead and follow Toy. Uh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Hey, uh, especially LinkedIn um, is a place where I want to, you know, encourage you to connect with her on because, hey, that's where movers and shakers are. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Um, and I want you to stay backstage as I go ahead and close here and I'll be right back with you. All right, everybody, this is it. We've gone to the end of the show. Remember, connect with her, um, toysweeney.com, toysweeney.com, T-O-I-S-W-E-E-N-E-Y. Dot com if you listen to the podcast very very important that's it for today i appreciate you joining us <laughs> be safe like i would say shalom bye-bye family all right folks this is the end of this episode thanks for tuning in thanks for connecting uh with us on this episode if you appreciate it i want to ask you to go ahead and share this with a friend or family member that is a creator literally anybody that is in content world creating content writing a book starting a business uh podcasting doing videos a youtuber um you know cinematographer live streamer you name it me this series that we're releasing every week so go ahead and share with a friend or family member and of course um if you have not joined me on youtube yet come on my youtube channel uh which is jp high tech reviews or go straight to youtube.com forward slash jp high tech reviews or go to my website simple jp high tech.com um and you will connect with me there and let's grow together let's make amazing things and i want to hear from you if this has blessed you please send me a message all right go to my website send me a message on jphtech.com let me know how this is doing for you put a comment in the comment section say something uh let me know how you're feeling and let's all transform this world be blessed and i'll see you guys next time for another episode you be safe like i always say shalom